Welcome to Fearless Mom, where our theme verse is Proverbs 31:25. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. You know, we believe that in the original Hebrew, that means she is clothed in yoga pants and a t-shirt. And she is confident walking around in her Ugg slippers that we like to call loafers. And she laughs not because she knows what the future holds, but she knows who holds her future. And so we are gathered together here in Austin today to cheer each other on. But we are also excited. We want to give a shout out to our online moms. Moms, if you are watching in a small group, if you are watching in a church, maybe you are hiding in the closet or you are um, you know, watching in your car, we just want to tell you that there's a group of moms in Austin cheering you on. We believe in you. We say, don't give up. You can do this job. And guess what? You're not alone. We don't know what we're doing either. But we're here together today. So let's start with a word of prayer. God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the local church, a church where we can gather and celebrate motherhood and lock arms with other moms. We thank you for technology that we can reach out and reach into homes and into cars and into closets. And we can cheer other moms on. Holy Spirit, we ask that you fill this place. We ask that you do something only you can do. You open our eyes and our ears and our hearts to what you want us to learn today. We trust you, God, that you have each child of every mom here and every mom online. You have each child in the palm of your hand. And you are a mighty God. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Today is the semester kickoff of Fearless Mom. And before we get started, I just wanted to introduce myself and my family to you guys. Um, If you've never met me, I'm Julie Richard. My husband is Mac. And we um, lead Lake Hills Church here in Austin. We have two children. We've been married, golly, 26 years. Um, Obviously, I married when I was 12. Um, And we have two children. Emily is 23. She just graduated in May from the College of Charleston, and she is doing graduate school here in the Austin area. We're pretty happy about that. Joseph is starting his junior year at um, Clemson University. What a fun time to be a Clemson Tiger. Um, We hold out hope and prayer that maybe one day he comes back to Texas, but he sure does love where he is right now. It's a fun stage of parenting, the empty nest. Um, When Joseph was in kindergarten, um, I had told him, I must have said over and over again, I don't know what I'm going to do with you guys gone. Because here it was, his first day of kindergarten, and at breakfast, he said the blessing, and he said, Dear God, please help Mommy find something to do today. (laughs) I know, how many of us, that's what our children think, what does your mom do? Obviously, she just walks around all day, you know, while I'm at school. And so, Julia Fortman, when we launched Fearless Mom, she said, you know what, Julie, I believe this is God's answer to Joseph's prayer his first day of kindergarten, because it was Joe's senior year when we started Fearless Mom. And so, God is faithful sometimes, um, you know, 13 years later. And so, I want to assure Joe, if you're watching, I do have something to do today. Um, I love family dynamics. I love 
family, I love marriage, I love the Bible. And I taught um, in education. I, my degree was special education, so my emphasis was behavior management and varied learning styles. So I'm super passionate about the differences in children and the differences in people and in marriage. Um, and I teach about parenting not because I parented perfectly, but because I believe passionately that if we can rally moms together and if we can cheer each other on, then we can literally change the world because we are responsible for the next generation. And that is a pretty awesome task. I am a mom. I'm a mom with a microphone. I don't have all the answers, but we fortunately serve the God who does. I struggle every day wondering, am I setting my kids up for their success or am I messing my kids up with my mistakes? All through my motherhood, that was my concern. And every decision was a big decision to me. It was something, you know, it would be something, Mac would say, it's just not that big a deal, two days a week preschool or three days a week preschool. And I'm like, it can change the trajectory of our life, you know. And so, you know, when you're in the midst of it, everything seems huge. But I made so many mistakes starting very early. I remember one time Emily was crying and I was so annoyed and I realized I had forgotten to feed her. Yeah, I was like, she needs to pull it together. Yeah, she was like seven months old. Mm-hmm, yeah. Good news, guys. They're very resilient. I'm pretty sure she doesn't even remember that. And then I think about toddlerhood, and there was the time where I was literally sitting next to the bed that Joseph was standing on. He was 23 months old, and he jumped off and acted like he couldn't walk. And I thought he was being dramatic, and um, he had a broken leg. Um, mm-hmm, that's right. I found out. Two or three days later. Uh-huh. Mom of the year over here. That's right. Joseph would love to list all the broken bones that I acted like weren't really broken, you know, and told them to take an Advil and quit complaining. Um, and then there was Emily. And Emily, how many of you, come on now, believe you have a strong-willed blessing? Get those hands up high. We celebrate those strong wills. You know, we love them. We love them. I used to say, it is the strong will that will look the boy in the eye and say, I said no. That's right. I was trying to be happy about that strong will. But Emily had not only a strong will, but a very active imagination. And she had um, an imaginary husband, uh, Michael, and they argued a lot. And um, so then they had three children, Casey, David, and Kavit. And yeah. I know, let that sink in. Casey, David, Kavid. Yeah, I don't know. But she was like three or four when Michael came into the picture and there was a season where it was a little rocky marriage, you know. She would come upstairs and she would say, Michael is so rude. And I would say, you know, wow, okay, if I were her preschool teacher, I would say, well, we know how her mother talks to her father. <laughs> That's right. That's why we do Fearless Mom, because we don't judge based on children's behavior. We do not judge those parents. That's right, that child throwing a tantrum in Chick-fil-A, hypothetical situation. Child throwing the tantrum in Chick-fil-A, you look at that child and you think, you know what, I bet that mother is awesome. And I bet she is doing the best she can. Emily, um, we were in Bright Beginnings one day. It was a little boutique, very tiny shop. And they had a little shoe section, and we were picking out her Easter shoes. Well... Michael was very opinionated about Emily's shoes. So Emily begins to scream at me, Michael doesn't like white sandals! Mm -hmm. So as a mother, 
I knew to remove emotion to handle this correctly. And I whipped around and I said, Michael doesn't make decisions in our family. <laughs> yeah. To which the sweet girl who was trying to help us replies, who's Michael? <laughs> she asked me. And I have to say, and I did. I mean, I just had no shame in my game. I was like, Michael is her imaginary husband. <laughs> That's right. Hey, guys, Michael, just for the record, wanted the rainbow sequin Birkenstocks, okay? Yeah. Michael and I went toe-to-toe very many times. I failed miserably in so many situations. I can't even... uh, There are too many to list. Mac and I were doing the best we could. We... Here was the one trick, though. Here was what we did right. And this is what we cheer each other on for. We never gave up. We never quit. I struck out so many times when I was at bat, but I never quit swinging. My children knew then and they know now. There is nothing they can do that will make me quit loving them. There is nothing they can do that will make me quit trying. I will stay in the game. I will make mistakes, but I will stay in the game. Yesterday was a bad morning. Today is a new day. Today is a new day. This morning was rough. You know what? This afternoon is a new day. Every hour is a new hour. And here's the deal, guys. You know what our children get to learn when we make mistakes? They learn grace. And they learn humanity. And they learn that God is bigger. And so what we do around here is we say your mistakes are only wasted if you keep them to yourself. But here is another theme verse. Yes, Proverbs 31, 25. But Galatians 6, 9. This is one you want to memorize for sure. So let's not get tired of doing what... uh Uh-oh, anybody tired in here? That's right. It's kind of redundant. Mom's tired. That's right. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. Don't get tired of staying in the game. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing. This is a promise from God. At just the right time. Here's the deal about just the right time. It's God's timing, and it may not even be in your lifetime. In just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Say it with me. Don't. Oh, that was kind of wimpy. Turn to your neighbor with more enthusiasm and say, don't give up. (laughs) Somebody, your neighbor on the other side, she needs some encouragement today. Tell her, don't give up. And you know what? You need to stick with it and say, you can do this. You can do this. I love the study of family. And you'll see when we study things like um, laughter, play, order, marriage, anxiety. I love to look at trends in society. And then I love to study data. I like to see if we can find patterns in those trends. And then we filter it all through Scripture to say, what does God say about how we can be the best moms we can be to raise up our children to be exactly who God created? him or her to be that is what we do around here again we are not perfect we are not here I am not up here I'm a mom with a microphone I am walking alongside you but I am passionate about it I am not perfect but I'm passionate I believe that we can rally the troops and that we can cheer each other on I believe that there's so much comparing and competing that we're taking away from what God has in store for us and what that's why around here we are all about cheering you on if If you feel today like, I don't know what I'm doing. If you feel today like, 
These children, I had a mom say to me one time, she was so sincere. She said, I'm the wrong mom for him. And I said, absolutely not. You are exactly the mom that God wanted him to have. You are the mom. Those children that are in your home, they are in your home. Whether it is by birth, by fostering, by adoption, by marriage, they are in your home on purpose, with purpose, for a purpose. And you are the mom that God wants to use to raise them up to be the people that God created them to be. And if you feel like you kind of want to vomit in your mouth a little bit when you think about the responsibility, that is completely appropriate. Completely appropriate because when you think about the weightiness and the responsibility of motherhood, it should make you almost pass out or vomit or spit up or something. You know, swallow it up and say, I can do this, okay? That's what we do. You just get your game face on. But it is important that you remember you're not alone. You're not alone. Every other mother is struggling too. Every mother I have ever met. Everyone feels overwhelmed and underqualified. Every single one feels overwhelmed. I don't know what I'm doing. But here's the difference about a fearless mom. A fearless mom isn't really without fear. She just knows that, yes, I'm not alone, and I can dig deep, and I will fight in spite of the, I will fight in spite of the fright. That was so many rhyming words that it was hard to say. I will fight in spite of the fright. My fear will never go away, but I will fight in spite of my fear. I will keep at it. I will not quit. I will keep on. You are not alone. Here's the deal about motherhood. When I gave birth to Emily and Joe, we were allowed to stay in the hospital for like 24 hours. And I'm pretty sure we were ready to go. I think we left... They weren't quite as strict back then. Um, you know, like before we were checked out, before 24 hours. There was no class on how to get your kid to sleep through the night. There was no class even on how to bathe your child. There was no class on how to potty train, on should I do two days a week or five days a week of preschool? How much social media should I allow my child to watch? How, you know, how much, what, when do we, when is it appropriate to give my child a cell phone? But it's so overwhelming and that is appropriate. And And if you ever meet a mom who says, I've got it all figured out, you should run like the wind, bullseye, because she is a big fat liar. There is no way that somebody has it all figured out. Because just if you think about the common sense of it, humanity, every human is different. So now you take marriage. You've got mom and dad. I mean, what a comical concept that God had, you know, that you would put these two people together and let's live together and have a family. And then you have all that extra family, you know. Oh, such a blessing. That is for another lecture. And so then, oh, that's right. Now you add children. And so you have your first child. And if some of you had a compliant child for your first child, God bless you. You thought you had it all figured out. Maybe your second one is your strong-willed blessing. And so now you think, oh, maybe I didn't quite have it figured out. Or I've known people who go one, two, and they're like, this is a piece of cake. I'll add three, and three comes out like a banshee, you know. I had one friend, I mean, her two were so sweet, and then her third one, she would call me and she would say, she literally just beat me up in the parking lot at Walgreens. (laughs) She told me she hated me. I promise she has never heard us say that. You know what? That is God's sense of humor. And again, that you, that mom was the perfect mom for that child. And it is hilarious when we look at God's sense of humor. We literally, our two children, are complete opposites. And you're thinking, yeah, mine are too. No, mine are more, okay? Uh, mine are complete opposites. I have both stubborn, both human, 
Both make mistakes. Max says, he goes, what on earth made us think that we would not have strong-willed children? You know, we've got two strong-willed children. Emily's just really loud about it. You know, and so maybe you have a strong-willed child who appears more compliant, uh-huh, and they go along with you. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, those compliant kids, here, here's the deal. Everybody's human. Everybody's human. So if you have a compliant baby, enjoy it. Celebrate it, okay? Because maybe that strong will is coming out a little bit later. But we love, love, love the strong will. We do, right? That's right. Uh-huh. Some of you are in the middle of it. You love it, right? Uh-huh. You do. You will, I promise, I promise. Um, so what I want to do today, I'm telling you a little bit about myself and a little bit about the ministry. So if you will turn to page one in your spiral, if you're watching online, you can check it out online, the page where it says the vision and values. Just want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing this semester. Um, Fearless Mom is, our goal is to provide tools and teaching for every mom to enjoy life. To enjoy life. We believe, John 10.10 says, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. An abundant life. And maybe you're not feeling like you're living that full life now. That life that you were created to live. That's what we want to do. We want to cheer you on and help you take the steps to get to where you feel like, okay, this is the abundant life, the full life, the overflowing life that I was created to live. And so that's our whole premise, to help as many moms as possible. That's why we ask you to share on social media and to share the videos with your friends, to cheer each other on. Um, So now I want to take you to our values. The first one is to eliminate shame. That's a really big one for us. What we found, studies show that there are so many moms who struggle with isolation. And we know that if the enemy can get in your head and convince you that you're the only one struggling, then odds are you will keep that a secret. And you will pretend to know what that you think, you know, that you know what's going on. And so what we found is that when the shame sets in, And depression sets in. And shame and depression are like mold. They grow in the dark. And so we take it into the light and we say, Hey, this is a safe place for you to say, I'm not happy in my marriage right now. Because we know back to John 10, 10, God's created you to live a full life. And so this is a safe place for you to say that. Don't pretend you've got it figured out. This is a safe place. Guys, we... There are stages in your kids' lives where you will feel, I don't like her right now. I don't like him. I actually wish he could go to college at age eight. You know, I mean, there are stages that, and this is a safe place. We want to get you to where you like that kid again, okay? Our responsibility, our job is to cheer you on and say, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. We will talk about things like postpartum depression, Emily did a study on postpartum depression, and it was amazing. The moms who claimed to have all the symptoms, it was a huge group of moms. Tiny of them actually got help. Tiny section got help. It's amazing to me that we have put such a stigma on depression. So we will bring it into the light. We will say, you know what? It's like mold that grows in the dark, so we're going to put light on it and shut it down, and we're going to get you help. So we talk about anxiety. We talk about postpartum depression. We talk about marriage. There is no shame here. This is a guilt 
free, judgment-free, shame-free zone. This is a safe place. If you're struggling, this is the place to let us know because then you've got to go put your game face on when you go pick up your children. Okay, and, and we know what that's like. You fake it till you make it sometimes. But we ask you to share it on social media because we do believe that there are moms who are isolated at home and who feel alone. So when we do a post about a child having a tantrum, that mom goes, okay, I'm not the only one. Okay, I'm not alone. Yes, I, I've, I mean, you know, I go to, you know, quietly. I've said bye to my friends. I can stick my head in the Chick-fil-A, you know, playground. Time to go, kids. I mean, what was I thinking? And so then Emily flails on the floor. She was probably three. Ah, you said we could have ice cream. I'm like, oh, oh okay, come on, now we can't. Well, and you know me. I mean, I had to put them in the car seat, and then I had to drive through and get me a drive through ice cream. That was my solution to that, you know, tantrum. But no shame in our parenting game, and we want moms to know you're not alone. Um, and then our second one is to embrace responsibility. This was a big one for us. This is a huge one for us. There are choices we can make and actions we can take to be the best moms that we can be, and we will talk about that. We'll talk about how to be proactive with anxiety, how to be proactive with discipline, how to make the choices you can to live the life that you want to live because there are so many variables when it comes to marriage and family, and so we want to take responsibility for those choices that we can make also. This is about, we will talk about marriage, but we'll talk about your responsibility in marriage, not what your husband, if only our husbands would do this, our children would be obedient. If only our husbands would support us, then our children would always do their homework without a reminder. If only, no, this is not, this is fearless mom, okay? And so we're going to talk about what you can do to make your marriage what God wants it to be. We're going to talk about what you can do to be the woman who God created you to be. We're going to talk about what you can do. Embrace responsibility. We feel pretty strongly about that. This is a safe place to say I'm not happy, but this is where we grab the mothering bull by the horns, okay? I am responsible. Anybody in here watch any rodeo, you know, and how they they get those steers and they throw them down? That's what motherhood is, okay? I'll talk a little bit more about that next week. That's right. You got to get your rodeo girl, okay? Put your boots on and get to work. Um, So embrace responsibility. Next is equipped with tools. We'll be very practical. This is no-nonsense, common-sense parenting. Again, we take secular studies. We use psychological studies. We use medical studies. We use sociological studies. Again, we filter it through Scripture, and we say, what does God want us to use to be the moms that we can be to raise up these children to be who God created them to be? Um, And our goal is that each week there's something you grab hold of that you can implement at home in the next 24 hours. It may be today. Oh, here's ours today, okay? Um, The Gottman study, this is one of my favorite things ever, and I'll probably say it 48 other times, so don't worry if you miss it today. Um, So the Gottmans have done a study about marriage, and they study a lot of couples. They have found that most marriages fall into one of these, masters or disasters. And so obviously we want to be the masters. Here is the difference between a master and a disaster. You just respond to the bid. Respond to the bid. They studied all these couples. And so let's say this. Here are the bids, most of the bids in our house. So my husband will say, 
did you see this video online? Look at this video. Well, maybe I'm cooking, probably not, but let's pretend. Um, maybe I'm cooking, and, I'm, and I go, yeah, I'll see it later. Well, see, now I've said no to the bid. So I just respond to the bid. Oh, let me see it. And then odds are I'm probably just sitting there. And so, uh, and I don't want to get up. But, um, and so I say, oh, now I've responded to the bid. Masters respond to the bid positively 84% of the time. And so Mac will say something and I'll go, oh my gosh, I want to respond to the bid. I'm coming. You know, I, I want to be a master. You know, it's a joke in our house. I'm like, oh my gosh, because then the disasters, guys, lower than 33%. And so if Mac does not respond to my bid like, hey, um, and a lot of our bids, the children have told us, are about our dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, like Mac will say, look at them playing out there. And I have to respond to the bid. I get up and I go act like I've never seen our dogs play outside before. And then, or this one is huge. The kids are like, most of y'all's bids are totally about the dogs. And they're the same bids every day. And so then, um, or uh, our dogs, we think they're so cute when they're sleeping. And so especially the two labs, because they'll get real close to each other, literally this morning, mm-hmm, while we're having our coffee, which, by the way, we drink out of matching cups every day. Um, and so Mac will go, look, look at them. They're literally at my feet. Like, I can see them. And look, look at them. And I'll go, master. And I look down, and I'm like, mm-hmm, 84%. That's right. So that's all you have to do today, respond to the bid. There is our tool for the day. Uh, okay, and the last one is empower by example. So eliminate shame, embrace responsibility, equip with tools, and empower by example. And if you're wondering, do we really drink out of matching cups? We really drink out of matching cups. I have all of my cups in pairs. It was like an empty nest thing, you know, when they left. And so if I get one mug, like we don't ever drink out of it. Because I'm like, oh, horrible if we're on a different page to start the day. And so I put the two, I put a coffee pod in the Keurig with one matching cup under it, and then I have the other one beside it. It is the most domestic thing I do, so I'll probably post about it. Um, Okay, empower by example. A key part of Fearless Mom is our group of Titus II moms. All of our moms here, and I include myself in that, not one of us has it all figured out. We are not on the Titus II team. This is for our local group. But even our groups who have Titus II moms, if you have a facilitator in your small group, there's no mom tied to fearless mom who says, I've got it all figured out. What we do know, though, is that mistakes are only wasted if we keep them to ourselves. And that we serve the God who promises to redeem everything. And by redeem, I don't mean just cover it up. Yes, there were times when I I can see myself in our home. Our front door was here. The stairs went downstairs to the kids' room. And the number of times I bent over that banister and screamed at the top of my lungs, I said, the bus is here! And then, you know, they would leave for school and I'd be like, have a good day. You know, and I would think, please, God, you parted the Red Sea. Remove that from their memory. Mm-hmm. It's like a right rhyme, you know. And I'm like, same God, same God. Please, God, you parted the Red Sea. Remove that from her memory. Yeah, it's wonderful. But here's the deal. I made mistakes. God not only forgives your mistakes, he redeems them, which means he can use your mistakes for good. I know it makes no sense. This is the miracle of God. This is why we celebrate, because these Titus two moms, they go, yes, I made mistakes. Maybe you can learn from them. Maybe, you know, we learned something through our mistakes that we can share with you, that you won't, you know, 
experienced exactly the same thing. Call me if you've got a strong-willed girl who only likes rainbow Birkenstocks, okay? But this is what we know. We know, you know, maybe you've heard, maybe someone has said to you, God will not give you more than you can handle. That is super horrible theology, okay? Because God will give you more than you can handle, God will give you. But here's the difference about fearless mom. I know that making my marriage what God wants it to be is beyond me. But I know that if I partner with God, that he will fill in the gaps for me. I know that raising my children to be who God created them to be is beyond my abilities. But I also know that if I partner with God, that he will fill in the gaps where I fall short. It is a promise from him. And God will not short us on a promise. He just won't. He promises to fill in the gaps where you fall short. God does not call you to perfection. He does command participation. And so you say, I'm going to partner with the Almighty. I know that He will fill in the gaps. God calls you to it. He equips you for it. Not if you don't know what you're doing, but when you don't know what you're doing. When God calls you to it, and if you have a child in your responsibility, then that's a calling. He calls you to it. It's the greatest calling, in my opinion. He calls you to it. He will fill in the gaps where you fall short. He promises to. You depend on him, but here's the deal. You depend on him. And and so I can't sit back and go, thank goodness God's got it. I mean, whoa, what a relief. I was really stressed out that I was going to have to do something. Um, No, he calls you to participate with him and to never give up. You know what? Let's remind our online audience. Never give up. Let's remind them. Ready, girls? Never give up. We can do this. You know what? Turn to your neighbor and say, you got this. Oh, tell her like you mean it. You got this. It is a ride. It is a wild ride. But man, it is fun when you know you're not alone. Roller coasters are always more fun if you know the person sitting next to you. And so that's what parenting is. It is a roller coaster. And we are here to cheer you on. It is going to be a great semester. I am super excited. We always start off by talking about identity. Why? Because you've got to figure out who you are if you're going to try to help your kid figure out who he is. And so we'll start with identity. And then we'll get into my favorite lessons on laughter and play. This may surprise you. We have a guest speaker coming in to talk about organization. What? Um, That's right. No, it's going to be awesome. And then we have Dr. Nicole coming in to talk about anxiety. It is going to be a great, great, great semester. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for motherhood. God, I thank you for every mom here, for every mom online. And I ask right now, God, that you hover over each one, that you remind her of your presence that you remind her that you've created her on purpose with purpose for a purpose and that you have given her the children in her home on purpose with purpose for a purpose god we are so grateful that we can call on you the almighty to fill in the gaps where we fall short we ask that you Remind us of your presence this week and remind us to respond to the bid. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.